else has already said it best. This is the best, the best of it. The best ones aren't as good as you probably think they are. What is best in life? I did the best I could. Doing my best. 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 So, what's the plan? Right. We take Pete's car, we drive over to Mum's, we go in, take care of Philip. I'm so sorry, Philip. Then we grab Mum, we go over to Liz's place, pull up, have a cup of tea, and wait for all this to blow over. Why have we got to go to Liz's? Because we do. She dumped you. I have to know if she's all right. Why? Because I love her. All right, gay. I'm not staying there, though. Why not? If we hole up, I want to be somewhere familiar, I want to know where the exits are, and I want to be allowed to smoke. OK. Take Pete's car, go round Mum's, go in, deal with Philip. Sorry, Philip. Grab Mum, go to Liz's, pick her up, bring her back here, have a cup of tea, and wait for all this to blow over. Perfect. No, 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 wait, we can't bring her back here. Why not? Well, it's not exactly safe, is it? Mm, yeah. Look at the state of it. Where's safe? Where's familiar? Where can I smoke? <laughs> Take calm, go to Mum's, kill Phil. Sorry. Grab Liz, go to the Winchester, have a nice cold pint, and wait for all this to blow over. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! vital that you stay in your homes, make no attempt to reach loved ones, and avoid all physical contact with the assailants. Do you believe everything you hear on TV? You never even hear about a backstop anymore. Alright, hello! Fucking hell. Hello, 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 and welcome to Best of the Best Podcast with myself, Connor Keyes, alongside me as always, Mr. Ronan Mullen. Ronan Emmett Mullen, Oma, age 39. <laughs> if they find me... This is my last recording. Oh, my very own loyal love length. <laughs> uh, yes, we are here, as you heard from the start there. We're here with Shaun of the Dead. Yes, um, yes, indeed. Uh, the classic from... Um, 2004. Uh, 2004, Mr. Pig and Mr. Frost. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mr. Wright. Uh, with Mr. Wright in charge. Uh, but yeah, so Shaun of the Dead, um, obviously the, the, the play on the name of Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Um, um, they were actually it was originally called Tea Time of the Dead (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) but they went if this goes global and apparently from uh, initial screens people were like this is going to appeal to outside of just the UK you know yeah they went okay so Tea Time of the Dead is really going to work it's not going to work so uh, Sean of the Dead was yeah so Sean of the Dead was born and so uh, Sean is played by Simon Pegg Mm -hmm. one of the co-creators of it and uh it's uh, it's quite fitting. Uh, we thought we would um, do this um, show to to sort of because of our love of Edgar Wright, our love of Edgar Wright, and uh, what staying inside <laughs> oh, yeah. and yeah, not getting yeah. fucking infected. Yeah, stay inside. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it it sort of changed everything uh, <coughs> yeah. in, in the two thousands for it, it, for horror films and especially for maybe British comedy. Mm-hmm. It definitely did. Uh, I mean, I when it first came out, I fucking loved it. It was just it was so fresh. Yeah, well, we were, I believe you were too, we were fans of Spaced. Yes. Um, which is a TV show that Edgar Wright is a major player in, and um, he directs all the episodes, but more importantly, um, most of the people that are in Spaced adapted to this film they're in some form, they're yeah. here somewhere. Uh, but you're, you're looking at a TV show that was well ahead of its time, mm-hmm. um, very advanced technically, as well as in the writing, and... Um, it spoke to a lot of people on a lot of different levels, but most importantly, it an episode of it uh, where they take a few drugs and <laughs> but, it, a, and but a LSD, a bit of, bit of amphetamines. Amphetamines uh, <laughs> or LSD? Amphetamines. Amphetamines. <laughs> so they've got this sort of uh, episode where they come into these zombie-like states because uh, so they're playing too much. Because they're playing too much Resident Evil Two, <laughs> and. They basically said you could do this as a film, and this came from it. That's yeah. That's what it was the, as simple yeah. as that. So the idea spawned from that episode. I think the episode's called Art. Is it? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. yeah. Uh, in space, and uh, again, the, the the television show was sort of maybe the training ground for 
the partnership yeah. or I say partnership there's more than just one of us involved but it's mainly Peg and Edgar Wright mm-hmm. but Nick Frost being there all the time as well being there Jessica Hines and things like that so yeah. uh, I mean we start with Edgar Edgar Wright I mean it's there's there's very I mean pre this besides space there's very little that they've got out there major he had a film he did called Fistful of Fingers <laughs> <laughs> which is a great film and a great name another great name, <laughs> another great name. but again another homage to a genre he loves yeah, but with in terms of uh, let's say zombie the undead sort of genre, uh-huh. uh, him and Peg were nutcase fans of all different types, and you can see it in this film. We'll talk about the references later, but in particular, like you said, George Romero and the Dawn of the Dead sort of films. It's very clear in this um, how many references. Um, oh my god, so many to keep <laughs> oh up with. Uh, but that became then you know space was like that a lot of cult. Yeah, pop culture references, and references it's, it's and, and homages to things, and and kind of like we talked about in the TV uh, uh, podcast on Community, mm-hmm. a lot of like tributes to other episodes or tributes to other shows yeah. or films and blah blah blah. So very subtle in jokes, but if you get it, it's really worthwhile. If yeah. you don't get it and pick it up at a later date, it's even more worthwhile. It's it's just one of those films that it it really shows. It's it doesn't wear its love on its sleeve. Yeah. Not evident. Quite a lot of the things I didn't see, and even. I don't know how many times I've seen this film. I've watched mm-hmm. it over and over, but you know, there's things that just don't spot. Yes. Uh, until you maybe you watch a, a a YouTube clip or somebody has went and done the, yeah, done the work for you. Um, and then when you get to see them all compiled together, you're like, holy fuck! Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's so a many. lot of work. Uh, and and that's down to their the skill in them and their and their writing. So Edgar Wright is the director of the show uh-huh. of the film, and we now know Edgar Wright as being Edgar Wright, the director. Yeah, but this was his first. Like, this- and what a debut! Yeah, this is his first major debut. Uh, Fistful of Fingers was an independent film, but this is is a lot of trust to give. You know, mm-hmm. okay, Space had clear clear credit in Space, but um, sometimes people can't handle budgets and can't handle film. And well, let's let's be honest. I mean, you think about the the British film industry's mm-hmm. maybe um, track record. You know, it wasn't going very no, strong. not it at that time. Neither. You had. Uh, was it uh, lesbian vampire killers? Yeah, was, this was yeah, James this Gordon was, and Matt Horn, and there was a lot of uh, people going to Ibiza films. Uh, yeah, a lot this of this type of yeah, shit. A lot of rubbish. Um, so it was, it was refreshing in that sense, but it also then made such a big difference when it went the global. Uh, yeah, things. yeah, it really did. And more importantly, uh, for this film in particular, uh, it invented the rom-com, <laughs> rom-com yes. genre. Yes, <laughs> almost exclusively. Yeah, because and what, yeah. it's never been done any better. No, and it, it was perfected on its first go. And I'm not going to say uh, I'm trying to be sexist here, but the vast majority of true horror fans are male. Yeah, you know, I, I, I know I, quite I, you know a few I mean? female yeah. horror fans. But there are, but the vast, you know, I know a lot more, a lot more. Than, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and but this broke over borders. You know, this brought like for instance, I I, I could never watch a zombie film with my wife, mm-hmm. but I can watch this with her. Yeah, I'd be the same. Yeah, yeah. It, it broke down that barrier because it added in that element of, okay, you can call it romance or whatever, but it was more realism. It was, but... Because your relationship's in the middle of this fuck. Yeah, it's a lot of people have said it. It's it's the best version of a zombie film that's been about in a long time. It's the best comedy that you've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And it is a romantic comedy, so it melds all three perfectly. Yeah. And uh, just in case you wonder what that noise is, that's not running. No. I'm going to pee. That's, uh, I'm not whittling. Our sound system. Basically, well, it's it's, uh, it's the applause from next door. I think from all the midgets next door. <laughs> we're doing a circus show. Yeah, we're uh, we're getting rained on. Yeah, we're getting rained on. But don't worry about it. We're fine. Our tent will survive. Our tent will survive. And we're six feet apart. Yeah, we're being all rooms. It's a TP. But um, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so many references. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, but the thing, I mean, what what happens here is you end up getting an Edgar Wright film here. But now you yeah. know what it is. Yes. But at that time, that was definitely, if you think of the most recent, especially Baby Driver, mm-hmm. I mean, where music plays such a massive part yeah. in that film, yeah. like it is the film, yeah. ultimately, uh, and the timing of the cuts and the scenes and all the rest and the editing to the music, Yeah, this was the thing. I mean, there's so many uh, mm-hmm. musical, musical clips here. I mean, the references start from the offset. From the, the from the universal one, the from logo the, from the universal logo. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So you've got um, uh, nothing is the norm with this. So you have this music is played. Yeah. Um, at the start, and again another reference. 
so this is the uh, music from Dawn of the Dead, and it plays. It starts getting funky there. It starts getting real funky, but I thought the the the, the rain was too much in tune with it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a. Uh, the, the the this is figment goblin but they uh this is just like a small portion at the start of the film yeah and then they get to the bar and the film starts and then the actual intro music of the film starts so they yeah. use this as just the intro for the fucking logo for the, the logo of, of universal the, of yeah. universal which is great and again i don't understand the level of trust you called it earlier like mm. To give them <laughs> to, the, the to allow a British film of that standing, an independent film, and uh, as such, to then fuck about with the Universal logo. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah, a, that's a lot. <laughs> and he's done that a few times. He did it with Scott Pilgrim as well. And he's done it with the other two films. Uh-huh. We'll mention this as well. It's this is the start of an unofficial trilogy. Yes, the called the Cornetto trilogy. The Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. Now, it's a complete mistake that it's called. I think. It, yeah, I think it turned out to be uh, something. Edgar there, Wright told a joke. Uh, to a film journalist about uh, his particular hangover cure would be a Cornetto. Mm-hmm. Um, then someone, uh, the same journalist at a, a live conference somewhere uh, when Hot Fuzz was being made mm-hmm. said, oh, is this the second in the hangover uh, trilogy? This is your Cornetto trilogy? And he was like, oh, brilliant. Because they, they, mm-hmm. they call them the, the Three Colors Red trilogy, the Kozlowski trilogy films. Yeah. So he was like, these are called the the three yep. colors of the cornetto. So that means this one's red for blood. Red for blood, yeah. Hot fuzz is blue for blue blood, like a cop. Blue for yeah. cop. And then green is for uh, end of the world with the alien blood. Aliens, yeah. So that's why they... Co- but it's not in any way... <laughs> no, I think it just deliberate to be, yeah, or It just started off with the, that they actually yeah. just had corne- cornettos. Yeah. Um, a lot of things... I mean, you, you we, we talk about the timing of our episode here in the middle of what's going on because... Um, but... There was a couple of like the opening, not the opening scene, but the, the probably the start of it where he's going to the shop. Yes, I mean it's uh, it was kind of a, a, a there was a bit of social commentary in there, a bit of satire as yeah. well. You know that yeah. um, we are all in a wee bubble and we just go about our own business, and mm-hmm. the person next to you could be a fucking zombie and you wouldn't notice it if you're in the right no. frame of mind, just doing your own thing. Yeah, uh, but I. I thought it was very smart the way they did that to show that. Well, they you didn't really notice much of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you, uh, they, uh, it, unless you have your eyes open. Like it shows the people standing at the bus stop waiting for the yeah. bus and them all looking at their phones at the same time. It shows people sort of just meandering through shopping. Yeah. Uh, it shows the people at the checkouts doing the same mundane thing, and you're like, "Are they zombies now, or yeah. is this <laughs> yeah. them normal?" But this is them normal. Uh, yeah, that was that. That was our world. That uh, that up was until about two weeks. That was our world. world. <laughs> that was our world. And, uh, and here we are now talking about a new free world now on, as we sit here in our bunker uh, with a tin roof with a tin but, <laughs> but I mean again the smart element of this you know it was sort of because again a lot of comedy very funny very very funny a lot of that brought by uh, our M- lovely little, little Ed mm-hmm. uh, played by Nick Frost yeah. who again has become a constant across the trilogy um, yeah, yeah. and was a constant in Spaced uh, Nick Frost is brilliant he is brilliant in general uh, but he's fucking class in this this, yeah. this was the breakout moment this was like the, the Jack Black in High Fidelity uh-huh. you no, know, this definitely. was like a, an unknown bird just coming out and you're like what the fuck who's this boy because mm-hmm. Peg had been in films he had done a few bits and pieces yeah. and he'd done a lot of TV especially in the UK but he was known people knew his face well he'd done a bit of comedy didn't he and that was mm-hmm. his original thing and uh, yeah so he'd done bits and pieces and he'd, I think he'd even he was on Big Train and stuff wasn't he yeah and I remember speaking to some of the comedians here I think he was uh He'd done the Empire here a couple of nights. Okay. Oh yeah, he was on the circuit sort of thing. I think, right. At the time. Uh, so yeah, I mean, but Frost is brilliant in this. So Ed is basically the stoner, uh, right hand man. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, Sean works in a very boring uh, job in an electric store, but uh, he still has this childhood friend. I think we all have a childhood friend, you know. We do. That you hang about with. We do. Smokes weed and <laughs> just fucks about. Yeah. And uh, the other time we do a podcast with him, but. Uh, Oh, no, sorry, you don't smoke weed. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but, you know, that that partnership is the sort of... Yeah. Starts to be the core, it, and then you bring in the, the romance of 
the girlfriend and, and all that sort of thing. And it, it yeah, just completely. There are common threads that stick the whole way through to the very end of the film, mm-hmm. uh, and they're they're done brilliantly. Yeah. But uh, the the relationship between him and Sean is in particular is yeah. is is one is the most appealing thread for everyone because <laughs> the interaction between the two and you can tell there's sometimes that they look at each other and they're, and they're in real life they're friends they're very good friends yeah, yeah and you can tell like, yeah. them looking at each other that they've had that conversation in a pub <laughs> yeah. just like these characters are yeah. having that conversation in a pub yeah. and there's a known sort of wink uh, the the night before it all um, becomes apparent that there's been a they don't really say what it is. They say an infection. There is a radio there's, broadcast. There's three or four different. There's like a a uh, probe or something coming. No, there's a probe. Yeah. They reference. We'll talk about the references in a bit. They're but all there, just, yeah. There are there are specific. And it's, it's one of those ones you don't need to know what it started. No, with. no, it just, no. It, it can be happened. any of the yeah. big of the big ones yeah. that that are mentioned in other films. But the night before is when they come back from the, the Winchester, which is their regular their pub. And they come back full drunk and start to play electro at two or three o'clock in the yeah. morning. <laughs> and we have there's a clip in the pub. I think we have the clip of them talking about what they're going to do in the day while drinking. And basically, it's Sean has just been dumped, yeah. And he's lamenting, and Ed's trying to cheer him up. But uh, the two boys just as we, we all end up doing, you just end up getting drunk, of course. No, we should do tomorrow. Keep drinking. We'll have a bloody merry first thing. I'll bite at the king's head, couple at the little princess. We'll stagger back in. <laughs> back at the bar for shots. How's that for a slice of fried gold? No. Right. <laughs> so that in itself is the whole story told. <laughs> yeah. So the Bloody Mary is the checkout girl who they first meet that they have yeah. to take out in the back garden. She Call has Mary. the name by Mary. Mm-hmm. The bite at the king's head is Philip getting bit. Mm-hmm. It's Philip King. Um, the couple are David and Di. Yeah. Uh, the little princess is Liz, obviously. Staggering back is them impersonating the zombies, and the bar for shots is the end yeah, of the film, and them the shooting film. the rifle. Again, so, but there's so many too smart. I'm nearly going to say, but yeah, it, so it, smart. it really so, is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's so many callbacks in this film. It's oh, incredible. It's fucking, it's it, that. I think that's why it, it can take multiple rewatchings. Yeah, because every single time you'll find something new, or see something new, or mention something on a on a name badge or something. Oh, there's yeah, so many things, tons of things that I've noticed over the last week. And and the references, I mean, they they just keep coming. They just constantly keep coming at all times. Um, so we we need to bring in then the other character. So you're talking about Liz then, mm-hmm. who is Sean's long suffering girlfriend. Because it's it's also again like we say that the rom com element to it, of he's a guy who. Just can't commit. Um, has issues and like this poor fucking woman hasn't even met his mother yet, and he's still sort of languishing about just hanging out with Ed and yep. wants to go to the fucking just the pub every night, the same pub. Doesn't have interest, it, you know. It's mentioned when they're in, they also live with a guy called Pete who obviously was at university with them as well uh-huh. and knows uh, Sean and Ed. But Pete mentions you you're still living the university yeah. lifestyle and you still want to live that sort of life, and it's it's sort of alluded to that he was a DJ. <laughs> um, right. and he still wants that life yeah. and he's actually talking to Liz and she says something about you know we can go or he says we can go on holiday and she goes we're, like, we went to Greece <laughs> we met at Greece yeah. <laughs> so he's talking about when they first yeah. met and actually been on holiday with her and I mean it's uh, he, Peter Serafinovich Serafinovich uh, again another fantastic uh, actor in the middle of this but he plays the the, 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 the housemate who basically is a career professional yeah yeah wants to get up from the morning these boys are fucking steaming playing <laughs> deep electro at fucking three o'clock in the morning uh so again it's been done it's been done i'll tell you know rightly um so uh, as you as you sort of move in then you, you start to find the other character so liz has broke up with sean mm-hmm. um liz lives with i don't think she loves them this has been mentioned they're well, always I, I in the flat i to say who, who's, whose flat is that is, i think it's her flat the, and, and they they okay. all, they turn up so you've got two friends of liz liz is played by uh she Kate, is kate ashfield kate ashfield i don't know what much she's done after that to be honest with you a lot of british television work yeah kate, liz let's just say this about liz at the start i don't i don't like her yeah she's i don't know something but by the end she grows on you she does it i i totally get you to start I you know what i mean know, yeah but she's uh, about because you're you're in the frame of mind going into this film of Sean and Ed are the boys. Like ah, they're the boys, and, and you, she's you can, trying you to tell them what to do. As being Aye, one or the other, of I'm going, course. Fuck, I might be an Ed. Uh, but yeah, that. But the, the the two friends that come along, which is obviously their university that, friends. Yes, yeah, so that's Diane uh, and David. Diane and David by Lucy. Lucy Davis and Dylan Moran. Dylan Moran. Moran. Dylan Moran. Lucy Davis and Dylan Moran. Yeah, 
Uh, I got fucking chowed out for it one day, you know? Really? Uh-huh. By a few dubs. Really? Uh-huh. Because his name's Don Moran. Moran? That's the UK, or the English people call him. It's Moran. too close to Moron. Don Moran. No, it's Don Moran. That's what I was told in Edinburgh. I was telling them I was going to see Don Moran. Who? I was Fucking Dylan Moran, you go. Who the fuck called the Moran? I was like, all right, boys, Jesus Christ. So I was Dylan Moran. Ah, that's a whole day on there, like. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, another reason to love this film, just yeah. because he's in it. Um, it's, just, it's just peppered with so many. Uh, but I, I uh, yeah, I have a special special love for the Dill, you know. Ah, he's class. It's, yeah, as a stand-up, he's, he's superb. Um, and then Black Books. Yeah, Black probably Brooks something we should talk about sometime. Yeah, we well, yeah, for sure. Uh, but but in this again, he plays a sort of uh, the nerdy, um, neurotic sort of guy who secretly we find out then is a, maybe a wee crush on Liz. Has a massive crush on Liz. Um, but it turns out he's just sort of um, maybe friends with or going out with Lucy because she's friends with Liz. Mm-hmm. Lucy is uh, Diane. Is Lucy? Sorry, Davis. Diane is played with Lucy Davis, who is from The Office. Mm-hmm. That's where she got her fame from. Who she's also Jasper Carrot's daughter. Yes, um, and a fantastic actress as well. Oh, she's brilliant. Um, she's deadly. She's class she's in this too. Yeah, really, really good in this too. And um, so that sort of sets up the 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 core group of friends. But mm-hmm. then you have the mum, um, Sean's mum and dad. Yep. Um, the dad played by Bill Nye, mm-hmm. who's fucking brilliant in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I can't remember the mum's name. Mum's Yvonne, Jessica Stevenson. Jessica Stevenson. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's the core group. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the whole the whole day. I suppose this is all based on one day. Yeah, um, trying to survive that day uh, of the uh, the apocalypse. Um, so you've got <laughs> you've got this fucking group here. Then going to try. You heard at the intro what the plan was, how they're going to survive it. So their whole uh, day is trying to get to the Winchester, which is their local their pub. Yeah, they just stay out of the way of everything. They they basically don't really have a plan. <laughs> that plan sort of doesn't have legs because they don't really know what they're they're up against. It's they basically want to do what every fucker today wants to do is have a lock in. I know. <laughs> just well, stay safe, just have a lock in. Close doors, close the, the windows. <laughs> Can you imagine just getting to the pub? Oh imagine getting in there and they're like, This is it, you're not allowed outside, but like, oh well. Oh shit. Fuck. <laughs> oh well. Ring the wife there. Tell her. <laughs> sure I can't I can't. Sure no signal. I can't. Not, Jesus. <laughs> no chargers or not. Oh, no, don't know. We can only dream. We can only dream. Uh, Life is but a dream <laughs> for pants. You have, uh, but that yeah, they want to get to Winchester, which is uh, so the the pub is called the Winchester because there's a Winchester rifle above the bar. Yes, um, the pub is based on a different pub mm-hmm. that um, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost drank in every single night. Yeah, um, I think at that time it was called something King's Gate or something, but it's now the Boogaloo. In wherever this place is, and do- one down from the Boogaloo is the Winchester Tavern. Oh, there was a pub called the Winchester down there. Okay, and so that pub now has coined in. Oh, really? And, and says this is a Sean the Dead pub, blah blah. It's but ba- it's not it's special. Based on, no, it was never filmed. It was filmed in Eating Studios, but it was never. They were they're claiming that it was based. No, but on. the the outside, the facade of the pub that they show in the film, it's yeah. it's apartment. Yeah, it's apartment block there or yeah, something. Yeah. Or? But the actual. Were uh, you ever around that area when you were? No, not up that area. Nowhere near. We were south. No. Um, but uh, yeah. So the, the 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 Boogaloo is actually the pub that they sat in, and that's where it's based on. But okay. yeah, the pub next to it is the one, just happens to be called the Winchester. Yeah, because they get in. There's a huge. They're trying to get to the pub, yeah. and there's a lot of zombies in between them and the pub. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite scenes yeah. when he climbs up on the the kid's slide, <laughs> and he comes to back down real slow, and just shows it in his shot. And then Liz says, <laughs> "Is there many?" And he goes. Lots, <laughs> and then it, the camera goes up, and there's just hundreds of zombies yeah. walking about outside the Winchester. So, their plans have sort of been foiled. We think. We think. Um, and even on the way, which was another great thing, of what they did was they 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 met the alternate group. Yeah, which was fucking fantastic. So basically, uh, you've got this lineup of them walking along, which is led by Sean, led um, by Sean, who we've previously uh, met his ex girlfriend. This is a one off. He's Jessica Hines from Space, mm-hmm. um, and they meet. So Jessica then is with her boyfriend. And then uh, I think I'm going to name them all. So I think you have Jessica Hines, you have Reese Shearsmith from League of Gentlemen. Yes. Uh, do you have Tasman Gregg? You have Tams- Tamsin Gregg, Tamsin yeah. Gregg, sorry, from um, Black Books. Yep. Uh, Matt Lucas is there. He plays He's the there. Ed version, doesn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of the Lucy version. Or the... 
Yeah, sorry, who else? Who Thomson Greg. Thomson Greg. Oh, sorry, who am I missing then? Um, the mum. Julia Deacon, who's Marsha in Spaced. Yes. So the, there's Black Books, Little Britain, yeah. Spaced. All in one. All there. And League of Gentlemen. And League of Gentlemen, all standing <laughs> in the one. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's loads of little wee nods again. Um, but the actual film, I mean, it's action-packed. Yeah, it's there's it, proper scares in it. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, got, absolutely. You've got the good old fashioned, uh, like the one the American Werewolf in London. You got a mirror scare at the start mm-hmm. <laughs> with the flatmate standing behind him. You've got the shower scare, like mm-hmm. fucking psycho. Yep. Um, and then the actual action. But the first proper bit of action, the first time they actually encounter any zombies or try and deal with them, is probably one of the funniest. Yes. When they try and figure out what the fuck are we going to throw at them or how are we going to stop them? It, not only that, just before that, it's my favorite bit in the film. Where there's not even a word said. And uh, they've they've met this. There's a girl in the garden, <laughs> oh, and yeah. they go they go outside, <laughs> and they just think she's falling. I think she's this demon. Huh? So um, <laughs> they she keeps going at Sean, and he pushes her, and she falls back on like a pole of like a tetherball pole or like a parasol yeah. sort of standy, and she it goes through her. Yeah. So they're like, "Fuck, we've just killed someone. We've just killed because nobody knows what zombies are about." Yeah. But then she climbs out of it. And yeah. as she climbs out of it, <laughs> Ed has an instamatic disposable camera, <laughs> and all you hear is him wind it up. <laughs> he doesn't say a word. Like, like clearly now and, we know this even, is something serious. Yeah, even the shot of when she when she slides herself off the pole, and you see through the hole in yeah, her body, you, see you can her. see the two boys. Then, but yeah, the right click it. of that fucking uh, the a young one wouldn't know what that was today, Mister Mom. No, a wee uh, uh, disposable disposable camera wouldn't know. They're still about, though, aren't they? I still I'd get them up so. at the up at the shops the, for the wee grannies for the wee special occasions. But um, that's uh, that, that that's one of the <laughs> that's one of the ones on the rewatch. I went. I've always loved that bit. It's <laughs> yeah, just so funny because it's just the realization that you go. All right, now they know for definite that yeah. something's up. <laughs> but he's still like normal, winding up the camera like I'm going to take a picture of a zombie. Like that'll matter in the end of all this. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he yeah. is so fucking brilliant that he. It's, it is actually such an end thing to do. All right, <laughs> thinking fucking must capture this. Scary picture here. Uh, but so at least yes, then, this they, they've met this Mary, and, yeah. and and then there's another uh, who they affectionately called the Hulk. The Hulk. Yeah. Um, another big zombie and. Uh, so they have to fight. So the two of them are coming towards them, and they're 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 taking out basically. And this is what the joy of it was. It brought the real, n- normal everyday life. Yeah, it's not an American gun. film. We don't like, have guns in the house. If if today, if there was a pandemic in the world today, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and everybody had to stay inside. Yeah, I'm just to try and imagine it. Try and imagine it if you can. Okay. Okay. Um, difficult. Difficult. Yeah. But but if a, a pile of infected people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. started hurting, like a bunch of pensioners, right? Okay. Started herding towards your door. What would you use to, to try and kill them? And you know, right now in your house, if you had a Harley bat your grand or mm-hmm. you know, a golf club. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't have those things, and this is what Shaun the Dead sort of highlighted to people, going, if you didn't have, the, what would you do? So they're sitting with a basket full of kitchen utensils. Yeah, they've got like the <laughs> cookie jars and fucking toaster. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's in these sort of times that we may be able to um, sort of suss out. You know the elderly enabled. There's always a rumor about him. Maybe it was a paramilitary back in the day. Mm. Um, either side, of course. Um, and you go, you know what? Was a oh, you are fucking telling lies, man. Telling like this is when you could find out. You could find it very handy, couldn't you? You went to the wrong doorstep. Mm-hmm. If he's mm-hmm. just standing up there riddling boys from the window, you're like, <laughs> fucking you, he was. He was in it. So that'll be the time, but uh, yeah, like we say, uh, so uh, he's got a, he's got a basket, a literally he's got a, a basket, basket full of fucking um, like cup holders, you know, like the yeah. mug holders you have in your kitchen, like the wee wooden stands. <laughs> um, uh, apparently, like they they were all foam. Apparently, even the tins they were all foam. Yeah, and uh, so they just bounced them off the two of them heads. So <laughs> you're um, still throwing things at people. Still people. <laughs> and then they finally, uh, which is a great again, great callbacks. They find a record on the floor, which was the record that was thrown out the window the night before. By yes, the roommate when they were drunk playing yeah. it. Yes, uh, turns out the album. I think it was there is an uh, whatever the album was they threw mm-hmm. that they were playing the night before is an album that Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright both had. Oh yeah, it was because they both DJed for a while, and uh, so they threw the record and it lodged in the. The yes, head, the head of the Hulk, yes, basically, yes. and that gives them an idea. Going, oh, records. So records, records work. Around. Records work because the vinyl will shatter, and this leads to this scene, which uh, again another one of my favorites, just because of again the, the references and and the sort of the nods to all the sort of the music that it loves. But this is them choosing what to throw. Now some of these are limited. Whoa, 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 what was that? Um, I think it was Blue Monday. Yeah, there was an original press out. Oh, for fuck's sake. 
Purple Rain. No. Sign of the Times. Definitely not. The Batman soundtrack. Sorry. So So we've already had our discussion about the second coming on a podcast. Yes. Would you through it? Probably I. I think at that stage, <laughs> there's just, I'd have thrown the whole fucking plant. <laughs> I love the fact they flick through the purple rain. No, no, sometimes no. no. Batman throw it. <laughs> Fuck it is shit. <laughs> it is, shit, it is shit. Fucking uh, bat dance. What the hell? You know the bat dance. Like? <laughs> and uh, so yeah, they uh, and again, I I didn't even think it's the things you don't think about when people make films. Mm-hmm. Is that Simon Pegg had to write to those people? Yes, and ask for permission course, to yeah. use their 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 image, um, and and also trying to say, by the way, we're not saying your album shit. No, <laughs> it's just because it's a classic or yeah. it's identifiable or whatever. Shade, the one, the last album. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, he met him met her a few years ago and uh, thanked her for allowing him to do it. And her name's Helen. 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 Shade's name is Helen. Shade's name is Helen. My whole world was destroyed the other day when I found that out. Helen? I don't know what a boring fucking name that is. <laughs> no ordinary love's name is no Helen. Is Helen. So no ordinary fucking name She's for no her. No ordinary Shade. No. <laughs> but why? Is she? I don't care. I don't care. She's Helen now. So Helen, thank you Helen for letting them use, use uh, the Fuck I didn't know that. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, it, uh, again, a load of weak. Culture, uh, cult references there and we uh, music nods but mm-hmm. again sort of back to what they were saying um, the Peg turned around so I actually did like the second coming yeah you know that was it's there we know yeah, yeah. so um, so y- you then sort of get because I mean ultimately this is the thing about this movie this movie has to initiate non-zombie fans into the film yes you know, and and that means you're sort of having to go through the basics of what zombies are, mm-hmm. what to do, blah blah. To the point that I think most other zombie films don't actually use the word zombie. No, not a lot of them. Not a lot of them, and this one they purposely did. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they had a conversation with, well, what do you want to call them? The undead, or you know, yeah, yeah. they actually had a conversation. With, what do you call them? I don't don't say this Edward. Don't say this Edward. Yeah, um, you know, so even that there, they 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 made things so accessible to everybody, and that's I think where the global success came from. But I think they actually might have turned a lot of younger ones on to the older zombie movies, and because of this film. Yeah, well, uh, I, that that's a good point because uh, it, it was able to be shown at comic cons and sci fi conventions and horror conventions. And it was able to be shown at 8pm on ITV2 on a Saturday night. And yep. But still people would go, oh, that's a good film, isn't it? My wife doesn't really like it. Right. And I don't know why. And she doesn't like Hot Falls, neither. Oh. And I'm not sure what the... Mm. I think she might just is, be an old twit. Is it the people? I think it might be Simon Pegg. Sometimes, sometimes that happens. I don't have that. But I do know of, of people who go, I can't watch it because he's in it. Or they, Cumberbatch. I, a lot of people don't like Cumberbatch. I, I don't get that. No, I... I I'm I a batch man. I, I'm into the batch. I love a bit of batch. But drop a batch. I would drop a batch on him, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll ban. <laughs> um, but I just, yeah. No, I'm not. I don't. I don't understand. But no, I I get exactly where you're coming from because it's uh, it it appeals right across the board mm. on so many different. And like I say, there's so much comedy in it too. Really, it's good very comedy. very funny. Like. Very very funny, and and that comes from the. It comes from a lot of the situation they're in, but it also just comes from some of the most basics, just like that. Mm-hmm. Conversations about music or conversations about films or whatever the case I just boxed out playing Time Splitters 2 in the living room. <laughs> like when he's meant to go to work and he sits down, player two's entered the game, mm-hmm. and then Ed goes, aren't you meant to be at work? He's, he just gets up without saying a word, player two's left the game, and you're like, <laughs> I did that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's happened. Uh, you've got then, uh, even in his, in his job, he has to deal with a bunch of teenagers. Yes. A bunch of ropey teenagers. It wasn't until I watched it for like maybe whatever time recently, where I realised Rafe's Paul is the young guy. He's Noel. He's Noel. I was like, what? Uh, he's lost a bit of beef. Please. He's lost a bit of beef. I, I, um, he's looking good now. But he's a fucking honk now. He was in that uh, Jurassic World. There. That Roadies, the Cameron Crowe TV show. Yes. Uh-huh. He played like their their management rep but, from England, and he's he's qu- quite good now. He's a g- good actor. I think the Thomas I know. 
I'm not sure. So surname. It's a very specific be. surname, eh? Yeah. To be in the acting circle, you know. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. So he's in there. But uh, the, uh, even uh, Edgar Wright says something about because the, there's a shot where the shows the teenager stands staring at them, yeah. chewing jingle. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> is like there's nothing more sinister than teenagers is chewing jingle. Yeah, but just it comes from a, there's another there's a film. Is it is it? Uh, it's some film as reference where the shot maybe been in space. Sorry, in space where they tackle this. The yeah, yeah, the kids. The yeah, yeah they're standing and chewing jingle. Yeah, and that was another. And they do space. the fake gunfight. Yeah, <laughs> that's a brilliant episode of that show. Uh, yeah, space probably should have been on our list as well. Oh, space list, is yeah. class. Um, but I mean, you're you're taking this journey on there. So Dylan Moran, Moran, Dylan Moran. I've I've conditioned myself now because I was ridiculed that day by the Irish ones, and uh, I proclaimed to be Irish, so I sort of should. Well, to, let's be honest. Let's be honest. They are only a fifth of our listenership. In fairness, that's true. That's so true. let's well, go with the majority. What did the rule Britannia? What did the to you call it? And then we'll call it. Dile Moreno. Dylan Moreno. Brilliant. That's his name now. Uh, not not Moran or Moran. <laughs> it is Moreno. Moreno. Uh, he has got, you know, he's got the, the role that is a straight role in this. Yes. Um, there always has to be a, a sort of, yeah, it has to be bat. a fucker that everybody doesn't want. And, and somebody. That to be fair, it's rare that they're Irish. That yes. Bat uh, uh, very rare, that's right. And uh, uh, maybe there's something deeper in there. Maybe mm. hey, kids are Irish, but that's, that's good. <laughs> I think that's he's, a stretch. But yeah, it's probably a stretch, to be fair. <laughs> um, but his character then, it's you need that character where you're going, I don't mind if he dies. Yes, I agree with you, 100%. Sorry. And from minute one, you're uh, going, yeah. he's uh, an old fucking do-good, uh, fuddy-duddy bastard, him. Hope he gets a fucking neck. Hope he gets beaten. <laughs> um, so then, I mean, one of the most... There's a couple of iconic scenes. We've talked about the already. You've talked about the opening scenes of the, of the, the before and after, sort of, the, the shop journey. Um, we've, we've sort of talked about the um, the wandering um, to the Winchester. And all yep. But in the Winchester is probably one of the most... Would you say iconic scenes? I mean, it's definitely the one that stood out the most, which was the Queen. Yeah, tune. So you're in the pub, and uh, we, we've got past the zombies. They've just barely got in. Yeah, <laughs> there's a call back to uh, the landlord, yep. John. Oh, John. Mm-hmm. And the landlord then appears. Just another good uh, scare tactic of mm-hmm. the, a shock horror or something appearing, and uh, they then realize and obviously noise and stuff attracts zombies. They try to. Shut up, Ed, who's decided to play the fruit machine, mm-hmm. and <laughs> gets a jackpot, and the yep. fucking noise goes yep. off. And then, uh, as does happen with the jukebox, if you know anybody who works in a pub, randomly, the jukebox will come on and just play and be on, and be on random, yeah, absolute random, absolute random, which happens um, twice in the film. Yes. So the first time it happens, first time was right. Yeah, is when they're we just the clip we played yeah. of them explaining in their drunken sort of reverie what they're going to do the next day. Um. The first song that they wanted, uh, instead of it plays "If You Leave Me Now" by Chicago, uh-huh. so on random it comes on "If You Leave Me Now" just when Ed is at his most <laughs> trying to perk Sean up. "If You Leave Me Now," it was meant to be "Nothing Compares to You" by Chanel. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and it was too expensive. Oh. So uh. what also happened was they knew they were going to have to have a song to play over um, beating up the land, the pub landlord John, and as we know. Famously, it's one of the most famous scenes in the film, and it's Queens Don't Stop Me Now. Yeah. But it was meant to be Rasputin by Boney M. Right. <laughs> and it was too expensive. What? A queen wasn't. See, but this was back. Uh, see, this, this is 2003, 2004. 2004. This is not, this is not the, the renaissance that happened. No. They had about two or three renaissance in fairness to Queen. But, but uh, to be yeah. fair, Queen, much better shout. But I think oh. nothing compares to you. would have been a, uh, That would have been, been class. Because we had all felt it in the fields. <laughs> oh, you remember that? Oh, I fucking... When the Gardish Neil O'Connor starts playing. When she's um, at it. <laughs> when she's at it. Um, <laughs> when she was proper at it. <laughs> when she was proper at it. Wrapping um, up pictures of the Pope and all. But yeah, the second time it happens is Queen, so uh, don't stop me now. And it becomes then almost like a dance scene. I mean, it's it's like, yeah. it's like a choreographed sort of... Um, yeah. But it, it, it's totally back to the baby driver thing of more recent times of Edgar Wright. It's his sort of shtick. It's like mm-hmm. it's the way... Uh, the, what do they call it? Crash zooms. Yes. Crash zoom shots. Mm-hmm. So he's a lot of them. A lot of them happening throughout the film. Um, but this is different. This is where he timed the, the music 
and time the, the, the choreograph the entire scene, the, the 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 beating <laughs> that they give to the seventy year old who yeah. turned out was a stunt guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he had to be he really seventy had to be. year old stunt guy who because uh, even if that was foam, it was still going to be. Peg said he, he was the only guy who was still working, or the only guy they could find or knew of who had been punched by John Wayne. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what? A, and you know he's town boys that oh, pubs I, flat oh, out. So apparently John Wayne, I don't know the name of the film, but it was one, there was one John Wayne Western was shot in England and shot in the Ealing Studios or whatever. And this guy was a stunt guy on it. Brilliant. And was punched out of a pub in a fight and he did the, the scenes or whatever. So uh, Peg said him and uh, Edgar Wright thought this was a great wee nod that they had somebody oh, working with him who got punched by John Wayne. That's great. Um, but yeah, so they, they, they in turn then beat him with pool cues <laughs> the song yeah. to, the, to, the, to the rhythm of uh, Don't Stop Me Now, yeah. the Queen. And then in the middle of that, uh, Delamore's character is running to try and get the lights turned off, mm-hmm. and they're in time in yes. between the, the gaps yeah, in the yeah. song. So like even the switch is going up and down, or sort of in rhythm to that, and they're flashing lights outside, which is tracking more zombies. So the whole thing becomes a fucking really good sort of. It's a performance piece. Yeah, it, it really by is. Itself. It like, really yeah, is. You and can watch it by itself without having seen any of the no, film. No, no, no. Really enjoy it. Yeah. And it's the reason we're not playing the audio because you you really have to see the thing can, yeah, to, to get the vibe really, of it yeah. at all. Uh, in later years, Peg was saying that they were they were wearing headphones because they couldn't play the music out through the the studio when they were in. So mm-hmm. in order to keep the time, they had to have earphones on. So they were all going to the beat of the music. Yeah, <laughs> I can't say fucking pattern my head. So um, he says obviously the pudicues weren't real, but they were still. Uh, stiff enough that they could hit you, you know. Yeah, you could be, you, you could feel it when so it was. This <laughs> is we were doing this to seven-year-old. <laughs> yeah, got circling him and beating the fuck out of him. Uh, so yeah, that that became a massive scene, and it sort of, if anything, I'm not going to say they caused the renaissance of Queen, but it, it definitely put Queen into a cooler light, if you want to call it mm-hmm. that. They sort of became more oh fucking yeah uh, younger ones when it come to it and it was just a well this is around the time that Perfect Storm you want to call that but there was different lead singers for Queen and stuff when they were doing concerts wasn't there that's right George Michael was it one time yeah there and was a few in, like, like your man Lambert Adam Lambert Adam Lambert I think it was later might have been that time actually 2004 could have been um, yeah so I mean it, it just it was a perfect tune I don't know what it would have been like with the Boney M yeah I, 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 I can't I just can't like, it's a mighty song <laughs> but song, I just but can't, I can't see it outside. Before, we can't see other actors yeah. doing pits. I can't yeah. see another song doing that to what it did. So, uh, yeah, it just it fitted in perfectly. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we get to the, you know, you're getting to the point where uh, you're going to lose some people, you know. Mm-hmm. As deaths do happen in zombie mm-hmm. films, obviously. And um, From here on in, you should, if you haven't watched it, probably stop. Yeah. You've got hit pause on the little tape player there. And, and then, uh, I think it's, a, it's on Netflix and I think it is. It's definitely on Sky. Watch? No, it's not. I had it on. Yeah, no, maybe it's not. It might just be on Sky. Okay, I got it on um, Sky. Go watch it if you haven't seen it. But yeah, we get to the point now. We're coming to the end. And there's going to be a few. Because obviously, again, back to the thing of uh, the uninitiated who mm-hmm. are watching this for the first time. And, you know, a bite can cause the infection and that type of spread. And blah, blah. Um, so we're starting to see then the, the really proper fucking <laughs> emotional stuff mm-hmm. um, in regards to his mum and. Uh, finding out about his dad, you know. So there's a lot of stuff in there. Why there's the rom com element to it? You've also got that drama coming in, mm-hmm. um, which is I would nearly almost say it's unexpected. You know, when you're watching it, you're like, "Oh fuck, I wasn't expecting that." You know, yeah. you knew there was going to be somebody dead, but I mean, they did it so well, and it was so well written that you're like, the oh. mom, the the dad scene's pretty. The, the earlier on when they're in a car after they took the mom and dad away, the dad gets bit, step dad. Uh huh. And when he passes, it's it's a totally unexpected emotional moment because you're like, I didn't expect him to start talking to Sean like that. And then you start yeah. to realize the relation. Sean keeps saying over and over in the film, he's my stepdad. Yeah. Stop saying he's my dad. But then when he turns up and they're in the car and he has this massive emotional bit with him between the front seat and the back seat, and you're like, where did this come out of? Yeah. <laughs> because it really hits you. And, you're, and you weren't expecting it at all. No. But then the mum, uh, she reveals that she's been bit but has been hiding it. Yeah. And they realize that she's going to turn or um, the, she's going to pass away very soon, but yeah. she's going to turn. So at some point, they're going to have to kill the mom as a human or as a zombie. Yeah. Uh, and that and that's huge. But do you, do you get the Reservoir Dogs reference there? No. Where they're all standing. 
facing oh, each other. Right, with a gun. And he actually says to him, "Don't point, don't your... point that gun at my mum." Yes, I, 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 referencing, "Don't point that gun just at my there mom. Now, As soon as you said it, I was like, "The fuck don't." Because when I seen it, I went, "Because I, I watched it, like, don't point that at my mum." But I never even triggered that. That's I, I was sort of you said Reservoir Dogs. I was like, "That's where the fuck." Because they're all they're all in the triangle on the too. Tri- like, yeah, uh, uh, you know, either pointing a gun or pointing. It was always that who shot broken bottles. Yeah, who shot who? Oh yeah, and that's when fucking Conti Ball steps up and that's when he steps up. Yeah. And everybody in the audience going, oh, you, you cunty Irish bastard. Oh, you patty, fuck you. But then, he actually goes to shoot Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh, pulls the trigger, and, and there's no gun on it. There's no balls in the gun. Oh, he was a cunt. So then he realizes everybody's going to turn on him. Uh-huh. So he backs away, and even his girlfriend, Diane, is like, put that gun down, get over here, and because it looks like he's about to uh-huh. leave or try to get out. And then the most satisfying death in the whole film. <laughs> He's died and we kill him. So the uh, the win- he, the windows break and they fucking pull him out. And then another ra- nod the dawn of the dead. They, he gets tore apart for yeah. some reason. Oh, it's it's all there and gl- and it's yeah. full of glory. Like uh, oh yeah, it was a great fucking death. I uh, I met him a year or two ago. Um, which which one? Dylan Mourinho. Mourinho. What did you do? Mourinho there? Moran or Moran? Oh, Mourinho, I met him. Where did <laughs> uh, you see him? I I was doing the stand Edinburgh, a comedy club, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a red raw thing. It's like an open mic, you know, for first timers. Like so, because uh, nobody has a fucking clue who I am on the comedy scene over there. Uh, not the difficult clue here, but over there is no chance. I had to go to the red raw. So it was a Monday night thing. Mm-hmm. Guy comes in, sitting down in the green room with a bunch of other comedians, and he's going through the sort of rules and all that sort of stuff, and he. Uh, as casually as you like, was like, oh yeah, Dylan's coming to do 10, and then the, the MC will close it off, and then we'll go. And he just left, and we're all looking, I'm going. Like, D- so Dylan from up the road, or? Dylan who? Aye, like he didn't say. He just went, <laughs> Dylan's going to do 10, and we're like, Bob no, I couldn't. <laughs> all the comedians <laughs> up there going, no, no, it's not. And then I seen a guy a few minutes later, I was like, who are you? Like, yeah, Dylan, Dylan, and he called him Moran. Dylan Moran's coming in, he's coming in to do, I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fucking lovely. And uh, yeah, in the middle of my set, and he walks in the back of the room. Fuck. Through, and I was like, oh, holy fuck. <coughs> and he was in the green room, and that's, uh, the speaker was playing through the green room, apparently. So uh, uh turned out he had to ask everybody who it was because it's an open mic night, so I was a wee bit more accomplished, obviously, than wrestling because of being over here, which has never been there before. Yeah. So I had like six years of experience going out on stage, where some of these guys it was their second gig, <laughs> you know. So, Fuck. Uh, so he was like, "Who's that boy?" And I got chatting to him, a lovely, lovely guy. But uh, and he was yeah. he was chatting away, you know, like I got, uh, yeah, I spoke to him and yeah, I met him in the green because he asked me then. He was like, "How long you didn't stand up?" Because <laughs> you see the worry in his eyes. Like, I like as if is this, this guy's these first. These are all newbies, like yeah. And he was like, "How long you didn't stand up?" I was like, "Uh, but six years." He goes, "Oh, okay." Okay, <laughs> and he didn't ever leave. He's like, oh, that's okay, that's fine. That's okay. He might have had an alert the, the comedy elite. <laughs> yeah, a boy, uh, a boy, a boy nailed it in his first go. A boy nailed it in his first second gig. No, that did not happen. Uh, yeah, sorry, I don't know why I was going out there. Um, but yeah, no, lovely, lovely, lovely fella. Uh, just yeah, talking about being from here. And, um, actually, talking about being from the north and um, how it uh, <laughs> he ended up in a fucking in a. Southern Reds car uh, in the middle of Newry um, and turned mm-hmm. left into a Orange Order march uh, in 1982. I was like, oh. oh, that wouldn't have been a good time. And he was like, no, not good. <laughs> he goes, it actually wasn't too bad. But he says, so I have a lot of, uh, I haven't really been back to the North since. Uh, <laughs> I was like, ah, yeah, that would, that, do that. that would do that. Yeah. Do you ever see that, just complete aside, do you ever see that episode of Danny Dyer? Where he goes to yeah. Newry and cacks himself. <laughs> like, still, the woman he has to leave. <laughs> he himself. And, like, the soldier that he brought with him can't mm-hmm. even. No. He can't even go near it. <laughs> Just don't leave the near side. Jesus. Uh, but, yeah, so lovely guy. But, I mean, uh, I, I didn't ask him anything about that. Obviously, I didn't go, here, what about that death? Sean the dead. Um, You're a real dick to Sean of the dead. <laughs> you were a wanker. Hey? Um, but, again, uh, he was a wanker. And, and, uh, but, again, nearly nearly down to the, uh, the, good, the great writing of it as well. Uh, yeah. As well as the delivery of yeah. it. But the yep. writing was very good. Um, and you needed to have that because it's hard to find that in, a, um, in an apocalypse because everybody's in it together. You know, mm-hmm. we're all in this together. Running, yeah. You know? Um, we are, we are, and uh, coming to your house, I seen six people closely proximity <laughs> in it together, and I was like, "Yep." Did you just sniff? No. Mm. <laughs> 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 fucking you, imagine? Might as well start. Lock the shed. Oh Jesus, sir. 
Uh, Very similar to the ending of this film, may I say, may I? Yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, so, uh, well, that's what's, yeah, so, the, I mean, the ending then we get to, um, we've lost a few, you know, and we get a really, um, yeah. uh, another heartbreak, but again, the good thing about a comedy is it can bring it back at the end, so we'll not, yes. we'll not give that away, but. No, we'll give that one away. Um, but yeah, so the, there's a, there's always a nice uh, uh, closure to it, in mm-hmm. that sense, but, I mean, we've got to talk about the legacy. Yeah. I mean the knock-on effect from this film, well, and then what it did to it. It sort of it alleviated quite a bit in terms of the genre. Again, zombies itself it it it, oh, it put really a fucking fire under its ass, and a lot of films again, yeah. came back. Um, but the most important to the makers was that George Romero himself loved it mm-hmm. and thought it was such a loving sort of love letter to the genre. Uh, so much so that. George Romero uh, basically invented this genre. They're, they're, zombies in South Africa are, are like, it's like a disease mm. or something. That's all, it's a word that originated from there, but he never called it a zombie. He started with Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. These are what are considered the originators and the best that haven't been bettered. Yeah. Nobody's done it any better. Um, so he did a film in the 2000s called Land of the Dead, and because he loved this film so much, mm-hmm. uh, he couldn't get um, well, he's got Edgar Wright and, and Simon Pegg are it, and they're cameoing in the film as zombies, right? That are tied up in like a carnival, and you get to take a picture with zombies. <laughs> so like it's a sort of reference to their because yeah. in the end of this film, you see that people are now putting zombies on TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> and there's there's Trisha. funny clips. I remember it's Trisha, Trisha. The, the female Jeremy Cade almost. I still love him. He's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> you sleep with him. <laughs> And there's like uh, like UK competition shows where That's zombies right. are trying to get towards oh, mate. Like Takeshi's Castle, yeah, like it's very similar. So <laughs> Land of the Dead is like a it, it was a, there's actually great a great documentary online of the two boys going over to Vancouver to film the scene, right? And they're like two wins, man. <laughs> two boys are like <laughs> so happy, professional director and actor now, but they're just sort of like <gasps> even Stephen King wrote a big glowing That's essay right, about it, the good, film yeah. saying this is the first 10 out of 10 film I've ever seen. And, and even, I think there's a couple of, I know we mentioned already, like the likes of Rhys Shearsmith and Matt Lucas and mm-hmm. Tamsin Gregg and stuff like that, but you have like, if you look closely, you see Michael Smiley. Is yes, a, is a zombie in the background. Yes, um, Paul K. Paul K. comes through the window in the fucking in the pub scene. Um, there's loads. Well, of Smiley's dressed up as tires <laughs> from no. space. Oh yes, from space. space. He, yes, he's right. dressed he's up as his character that's, from space. That's right. he's in so you can barely see him. But Just then there's space. one mighty shot of like when uh, Simon Pegg is looking down at the zombies, and you see him there, and all his regalia with his wee hat and all on. And it's brilliant. It's mighty. Um, so again, it's, it's a lot of friends, you know, mm-hmm. doing favors and things like that. And you can see that week, like, and that's why I'm saying Smiley, he was stand up as well. So Michael Smiley didn't stand up with mm-hmm. Peg, and mm-hmm. so they didn't know each other. Um, but I mean, Simon Peg talked about, I mean, the budget was minimal. You're talking about minimal. six million, yeah, I think it was. I thought, yeah. Um, took in 30 in the first, uh, just in his release, 60 worldwide. Then, then, then you don't, worldwide, again, we'll then, talk about we don't know home media, but the cult fellow and then on DVD and mm-hmm. and stuff, but um. It even so, had a 2000 AD comic, yeah, where right. it called plot lines, where it, or plot holes, where it actually tied up the stories of uh, Diane. Remember, Diane goes out with David's leg. She goes oh, out the window, right, yeah. but you don't see her dying. Apparently, she climbs up a tree, <laughs> and she's stuck up the tree the entire time, right? <laughs> um, only to come down after uh, the army turn up and sort of try to get the the world to rights again. Um, Ed, how he gets <laughs> discovered, right? Uh, we won't talk about too much of that, mm-hmm. but there's a description of that. Um, and then the 2008 comic was just a like an anniversary tie-in. Just a th- yeah. Uh, but okay. the Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright wrote it. Mighty. So it's it's great as well. We can find out it's really well done. And and I mean, well, it was such a small budget and for such a well, it's relatively a big film when you think. Yeah, of it. yeah. You know, it was oh, yeah. Pretty big. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it got but there. But they 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 put out a call basically on the on the spaced um, website mm-hmm. looking for extras. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those extras, and uh, they had to pay them a pound. <laughs> aye, because there's a, you have to pay screen actors something. sort of yeah, thing, isn't it? thing. You had to pay something. So 1100 came down, so they paid 1100 pound out for Brilliant. them. And they just wanted to hang out with the guys and be a zombie for the day. Brilliant. Which was fucking great. I mean, I would I would, I would, give them a pound. Of course. Them, you know, right? um, but again, when you think of the money they made afterwards, you're going, hold on, a pound? <laughs> Well, you know, is there not a comeback to that? But again, should you not be going? Hold on a second. Yes, 
we were expecting to maybe make our six million back. But now that we've made a hundred times that back, yeah, yeah. <laughs> should we maybe go back to those guys and go, listen, here's a hundred pound. <laughs> um, you made our film, thanks for that. There's lots Buff of... Cat. There's take, l- take them on in, Ron. There's tons of references. We're going to go through some of the references because there's just too many, but I'll, I'll get some of them. Ash mm-hmm. is the guy who phones in sick yes. in the electric shop. Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. They're coming to get you, Barbara. That's is right. a line from Night of the Living Dead. Night but what they Dead. say is, we're coming to get you, Barbara. And Barbara's his mum. They're yes. coming to pick her up. Yeah. Also, the radio saying, as you mentioned earlier, about a satellite explosion. Yeah, is that from... That's Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. That's a reference okay. to, they say it's a probe explosion. They said Omega-6. Aye, and Because I was watching with subtitles on recently. And, aye, and, and normally you don't hear the radio. You don't hear it. Yeah. Um, Dawn of the Dead, as we mentioned, start the musical scores are played through the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and Frey Electronics is mm-hmm. where he works. Mm-hmm. Ken Foray was the star of Dawn of the Dead. That's right. Is there something I noticed on Mary? Mary's name badge? Well, it's uh, <coughs> Landis Supermarket. Landis, John Landis. John Landis. Right. Yes. So and a big influence of this was uh, American Werewolf in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, Day of the Dead, Bob's Pizza, beside the shop. Bob, right, Bob's Bob. in there. Yeah. Uh, he's an experimental zombie in it, Bob. And Moran getting to war part, Day of the Dead. 28 Days Later, remember there's an audio at the end on the TV where they say rage-infected monkeys uh-huh. infecting, and they say it is bullshit, and you don't hear them say bullshit? Uh-huh. It's because they don't want zombies to be running psycho rage zombies. They want it to be uh, crazy <laughs> zombies, like they're just a slow moving. So that's them actually calling out right. 28 Days Later and going, come on, rage zombies, fuck up. Mighty. Which is, you know, it's a nice wee touch, but... Mighty. They probably still are. Going, I just I don't like that sort especially of thing. Especially when you know so much. Uh, like we're not now into it now. And you know, nothing was done by mistake. No, no, no. Everything is there. So if there's a reference or anything, there's there, it's, we've it's talked about space yeah. being it. We've talked this, but here's one for you. Can you play the audio of the phone call from outside the pub, the Winchester, before they go in? Oh yeah. So they're they're about to get in. And they're they're looting the zombies. And they don't want anything noisy. That's right. But then they, all they, of a sudden, because you've got uh, they, they've done the the slow walking and the noises, which is great, and they got there and everything's grand, and like the tension's built up, like the you're thinking, going up. and 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 they're trying to get in, they're frantic trying to get in, and then uh, this happens. Totally exposed. We are totally exposed. Break the window. Is there another way in? Well, yeah. There's two seconds. <laughs> hey, Noodle. You're all right, mate. Yeah, man. I can't really talk now. Did you get anything yet? I've got nothing. No, I'm right in the middle of something. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Oi! <laughs> so, right. So, he gets a phone call. That's the second phone call he gets from Noodle. Noodle's always looking some drugs off Ed. Looking a bit of weed, mate. Do you recognise Noodle's voice? I thought Noodle was... It's Noel. I was going to say it's, it's Noel. Fucking I Noel. It's fucking Noel. I, I yeah. didn't know that. I, I thought that whenever I listened to Because yeah. remember when Noel gets the phone call at the start? Yeah. The electronic show? Yeah, because he says... It's the exact, exact same. same. He's talking I was going... But he mentions a Henry and... What? Yeah. So it's the exact same fucking thing. So in case, uh, just in case you missed the drug references and that too, the, oh. Hen- the Henry is, uh, he's only got a Henry on him. Yeah. So that means he's got a Henry the Eighth. Mm. That means he's only got an eighth of an ounce. Mm. Whereas if you're in the nose, 3.5 grams. <laughs> um, You've really researched this? I have went into a lot of, re- I, I'm always, always doing it for the people. Always. always doing it for the listeners. There's also a wee nod in there if you notice. There's always a shaved bit of Ed's head. Mm-hmm. He's got like a shaved lump out of his head. Yeah. Sometimes you see it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's just a reference to he would be the type of guy who would fall asleep at a party <laughs> and people would shave his <laughs> head. <laughs> head. There was something else. Like the, the detail to it, the, the oh. production is unbelievable. Because even Peg said something that that he didn't even know until he went to go uh, do sh- and shooting in, in the Winchester. Like even down to the, the jar that collects the coppers on the table has got a wee bit of tinsel in it. Yeah. Because so many production team was like, you know, right, like Christmas time, some drunk fucker would have put tinsel in. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it's just it's, it's, it's mad. Like it's the thought level because it's just fucking brilliant. Well, uh, and then the legacy we talked about. Uh, I mean, you've got the Walking Dead. You've got the Walking massive resurgence huge. of uh, the zombies now. You had Zombieland, mm-hmm. which Zombieland wouldn't be made without John Dead. No, definitely not. Because Zombieland took it to the sort of same sort of level, but Americanized sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But it was. Frenetic shots that was uh, a sort of average Joe, yeah, um, trying to uh, figure himself out in the world, and of course, obviously, zombies and Bill Murray. And Bill Murray, do you know Bill Murray was meant to be Patrick Swayze? First choice was Patrick Swayze to be the Bill Murray character in Zombie Right, 
I thought you meant just as a name. No, not not in, not in the world. Um, right? Okay. No, I, I know. No. Weird. Uh, I wasn't going to give it away. I just said if you're going to watch Zombieland, the greatest ever fucking cameo ever exists. Oh fuck! Who, if you don't know the Bill Murray's in that, oh, it's so fucking brilliant. It's, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Even the, the going up to the fucking gates and the BM on the gates. BM I was like, this is such a Made like it. this Bill Murray taking the hand out himself. Anyway, it's a different film. Um, yeah, and the sequel was rubbish. Rubbish. But, yeah, pure shit. But um, it did open, as I say, open a gate then for a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Was there the, the remake then of of Dawn of the Dead? Dawn of the Dead. Is Zack Snyder. Uh, when what year was that? Was that uh, that was after this, wasn't it? I think so. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, it's a good remake, though. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's, but it shows you then the impact that these two guys can have. Yeah, which is mad. You know, these two, they okay, they they were they were. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say famous in their own right, but they were they were doing a it was pretty the good same job. Year? And, uh, pretty, oh, same year, same fucking year, right? But they oh, already yeah. knew this was being made because they had a contact Romero because they were using a lot of references right, to right. the zombies. So uh, probably, I would say, if anything, it maybe uh, helped each other, right? Both mm-hmm. of them. Um, but the, the level of fame that they had was started, sort of growing because it was a wee bit cult. Space was quite, you know, yes. a certain following. But this and just again, like, like we talked about at the start, it was a big risk. Yeah. It absolutely. was a major risk. When you think of it now, but Sean Pegg, uh, Sean Pegg, Simon Pegg uh, as Sean, moving on to like, Star Trek, Mission Impossible. You know, yep. it's fucking big, big yeah, films. Yeah, yeah. Even until like this was such a platform to start off. With. And to be fair, and then films, big films too. As well, in, and then films that he's in, he's a big player in them. Yeah, and he's a major part parts, of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he can, he can act. He's a good more actor. than just. He's a very good actor. Unlike the likes of Dravius, who just plays Dravius yeah. in every single film. Yeah. Um, he can at least do a wee bit more than just mm. uh, than that, but not much. Well, these films, well, just uh, as we're in. Night of the Living Dead was about civil rights. Mm-hmm. Dawn of the Dead was about the consumer culture. Yeah. Day of the Dead was about the institutions of military and science. Mm-hmm. They think that this is about our desire to move away from digital media. Mm-hmm. And that was 2004. Mm-hmm. How bad are we now? It was pre-Facebook, pre-Facebook. Pre, and th- this was Snapchat, just the start of people staring yeah. at their phone like. Uh, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, we going full circle, looking back to the opening scene of mm-hmm. them already proclaiming we already zombies economic yep. zombies you want to call us that mm-hmm. but we just slave in slave I just go and do easy yeah, yeah. and it becomes monotonous um, then we talk about we talked already the, the, the follow on films you get hot fuzz with the police and then mm-hmm. the world's end with mm-hmm. um, the aliens but now I do like hot fuzz I have to say I but do it like just hot fuzz. doesn't beat it's, this it's too long it's yeah could have done with a bit of chap and en- the world's end's a bit darker than it should be yeah and gets a wee bit too I you're yeah. like what now? Yeah. What? Great, great cast again. Um, great cast, and it's funny. There's some fucking clinkers in both them films. Great stuff, but um, a lot of pop, uh, lot, again, a lot of culture. It's just basically their their whole style mm-hmm. uh, and the done again. Um, but Edgar Wright has taken it down to the next level um, in regards to directing. I mean, he's done some pretty big films, big big films, big music videos. He's actually in the middle now of doing a a London psychological horror film, which right. is going to be pretty epic. Baby Driver, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is one of my favourite films. I love that It's show. an unbelievably well done film. Yeah. And I it's didn't so know anything about it before I wanted to watch it. No, near did I. I only knew Michael Cera was in it. And no, I liked him from I uh, Rest seen. of Development. That was and it. if you go to that film now, most of the people that are in it are big actors now. Mm-hmm. It's huge, huge. It's yeah. a massive uh, starting point for a lot of people. Um, so yeah, so I mean... Uh, Go and watch On the Dead. Go and get it. Um, Hi, man. Figure it it's out. an antidote it's for now. Fuck it. It'll it, make uh, you laugh at outside so much. <laughs> yeah. Because you'll be um, going, Jesus. Ah, that's a bit strange. Um, at least it's not that. At least it's not that. And uh, as always, we'd say uh, keep a record collection handy. You never know. Mm. If, uh, if Or if you do have that suspicion about old Francie up the road, you know, befriend him. Oh, Send him an old Facebook message or... Don't start hopping records off him right don't away. Don't throw records on him because he could have a few old weapons. In there. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, folks. Um, again, like we always say, go on and check it out. And uh, if you have seen it, go and rewatch it. If you haven't, go and tell people. Um, if you could uh, like and subscribe, like we always say, um, please give us a, a wee review or a wee message. I think the reviews on iTunes podcast work the best. So rather than the yeah, Podbean thing... Yeah, they don't sort of... The iTunes ones are weird because... If you don't have iTunes, you can't see them. Yeah. Um, but which is strange. Uh, most of our most of our downloads are coming from Spotify. Yeah. So if you're on Spotify, just keep doing what you're doing, but just tell people. And yeah, uh, tell people. But you can also um, share it. Share yeah. it about on your socials. 
Send uh, send us don't say send us messages send send Ronnie messages and don't send uh, just, me any messages <laughs> just let him know um, what you uh, what do you think of it all and uh, yeah and we were going to do something with if people want to because there's a lot of films that people are bringing up to us or TV shows or albums that people are bringing up to us that mean you actually like yeah um so if there's any suggestions you really 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 want us to talk about yeah give us an owl. Give us an L24. But don't say. say anything fucking obvious. If it's something demented and out there and something that we'll... Right. Don't, like, don't don't say Ghostbusters. No. Because somebody said Ghostbusters to me like nobody knew what Ghostbusters was and I was looking at them like, mm, lad, know. fuck up. No. Uh, but yeah, anything at all to get. Just yeah. let us know and uh, keep the faith, keep the head strong. Aye, we've all got time now, so um, look after each other. You really should have listened back to every episode by this stage. But Fuck, some people have, because there's a few <laughs> that have went stratospheric that yeah. we really didn't expect. No, we did not expect And we didn't do that much reason. No. <laughs> and yeah, uh, we did not expect that. But uh, so, like we say, enjoy uh, Sean the Dead. Um, stay safe, stay sane. Mm-hmm. Do what you're told. Stay indoors because the zombies might get you. They're coming to get you, Barbara.